Hey, we're on. We're back. We're recording episode 36. 36. Not for time. And today... Not for time. Not for time. Today we're talking about... Today. Bad bad habits like interrupting and picking your nose. Bad habits. Picking your nose is not a bad habit. I agree. It's a cleaning habit. It's, you know, this isn't habits that... Like, I don't know, chewing your nails. It's annoying. Biting your nails? Yeah. What the hell's chewing your nails? People chew on them. Some people don't bite. Yeah, it's you, isn't it? Um, you chew on your nails, you bite your nails, you pick your nose. Those are all bad habits for sure, um, but they're mostly annoying habits. At the end of the day, are they going to really affect your your life? No, nah, they're just annoying. They're not going to make your life bad. The doctor said I wouldn't have as many nosebleeds if I just kept my finger out of there. Did he really say that? That's a Simpsons quote. Just, oh, nice. <laughs> Just jam it right poor, up there. Poor Ralph. No, we're talking about bad habits that, at the end of the day, if you don't keep them in check, they're going to inevitably uh, kind of slow your life down or slow your forward progress. Not necessarily destroy your life. I mean, some of these, yeah, for sure. Well, it depends on what habit you're talking about, right? Yeah. So I oh, think yeah. if you think, I think if you think smoking is okay, well, that could definitely hinder your lifestyle and your life down the road. Absolutely. Um, so I think we, you know, we've we got a list on our big whiteboard over here, and we're mm-hmm. going to go through some of the ones that we think are bad, and, and how we think you can attack them to to better your life. Yeah. And some people don't even think that what a bad habit is actually a bad habit, right? So one that I see up here, and I feel like we've been harping on this for at least two months now, is complaining, negativity, yeah. right? Yeah. Think about that habit in a sense of complaining all the time and, and trying to just consumes you right and it just oh yeah you have nothing else to talk about except that a complaint god could you did you see cameron again oh my god you know those chiggers really got oh, man dude they are hurting today too i'm going to the hospital later so if you didn't know cameron got bit up by chiggers, i'm dressing in all which i don't i didn't even know what those were but anyways he got bit up but yep. my point being is if you constantly complain it feeds that negativity it's just not fun um so one of the things that you need to figure out right is choose a substitute for complaining right Right. so maybe every time you see um, a Facebook post from an ex you don't look at it or you unfollow that individual right yeah every time you want to go to that hashtag that they might use you remove that from your filter you remove that phone number from your phone Um, what other things can you do I think you know always take a second to kind of pause when you when you find yourself about to complain like you know what and then take a step back take a breath and try to turn it into a positive what is the positive that can be gleaned from that I think that's a really good one you know maybe yeah um, you know maybe I didn't do well in that workout oh I wasn't I didn't sleep too well and so and so was in my way no hey you made it into the gym you got a workout you just flip that negative into a positive and uh, you're better off because of it yeah, I, I agree. Um, another one that I think we both agree on is going to bed late. Yeah, um, this is kind of truth time too because I want to know, Ryan, like do you stay up super late or do you – No, I'm in bed. Kids go to bed anywhere between 7.30 and 8.30 depending mm-hmm. on their night. Um, and then I brush my teeth and I'm in bed. In bed by what? At 8.30 at the latest, 9 o'clock? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then I might watch a little bit of TV or read or – I'm quickly out. It doesn't matter. But I, I would be asleep no later than 9.30. Yeah, and I, I try to do the same right around the same time, usually 9.30, 10.30, somewhere around there. Um, you know, except for mornings where I had to get up. This Like this morning, I was in bed by 8 o'clock, and the sun was still up. Dude, it was so bad. 
<laughs> had to close those oh, blinds the, up. The one morning you have to get up. I know. Go to bed at eight. I know. It's it's discipline, I guess. Um, you know, going to bed late can definitely dictate your day. You, yes. You don't get enough sleep. You wake up lethargic. Then you try to jam everything in, and your sleep that you had might have been five hours instead of the, the good old seven to eight. Yeah. Um, I do believe that there are m- morning people and night owls, mm-hmm. but it, you still need your, your eight hours of sleep. So yes. if you're not receiving your eight hours of sleep, or you don't have the um, flexibility to sleep, I say sleep in, but sleep in right. past the, I'd say the normal six to seven a.m. time frame, if you don't have that, then you're just, you're starting to have that bad habit. And that not that going to bed late also dictates your day for the following day. No, I agree. I think I think going to bed late might be a misnomer because it's not necessarily going to bed late. It's getting too little sleep. You know, you could go to bed late. You could go to bed at midnight. But if you wake up at eight o'clock, you're getting your full eight hours of sleep. So just kind of keep that in check. Um, have a have a bedtime. It sounds silly. We're adults, but you know, set an alarm on your phone for eight or whatever, ten p.m. Hey, I'm going to bed. Well, and I think you also have to put it in perspective. So going to bed late, let's back this up. Normally, if I go to bed late, that means I was at a party, there was people over, I had some drinks. So it's not like you're going to bed late and you're getting a true good night's sleep. Your body sometimes just passes out or shuts down and doesn't actually get to the sleep cycle. Right. But take that away. Going to bed late, what are you doing? Are you staying up watching movies? Are you yeah. playing video games, David M? You know, think about what that does to your to your mind, to your eyes, the yeah. whole thing, and trying to actually fall asleep. I think going to bed late, anything past yeah, what 9, 10 o'clock. I know, it's like know? late night. Yeah, I better be out somewhere Just, partying. You need yeah. to go to bed. So nothing and happens good what, at midnight. At midnight, exactly. And I think a lot of these habits kind of snowball effect. So like, let's say you go to bed late. Guess what? You're probably going to get up late, and you're going to hit one of our next ones, which is skipping breakfast because you're rushing out the door, right? I did you eat breakfast? breakfast. Today? No, I did not. You didn't. Damn it, man. I will tell you that that is – I didn't either actually. That is probably one of my worst, worst habits. Yeah. I, I have a tendency to get up. I'll eat my banana. I'll have coffee. I'll have some sort of – protein shake or something right and then that's all between 5 30 a.m and 8 ish and then i won't eat until lunch yeah that's, so i mean that's I, good I definitely miss the breakfast part well and and it's important to remember too because you know with people like us we, we're working out we need to fuel our body but eating breakfast in the morning is going to help satiate you throughout the day help fill you up help Did you, you just say satiate satiate all right, go ahead. Define it for the group. Myself they, as well. No, they know what it means. It means fill you up. It's going to oh. satiate you. Oh, wow. It's going to make you full. Um, and it's going to ah. stop you from doing another one of our um, bad habits, which is over-snacking. Constantly snacking throughout the day. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think if you go back to skipping breakfast, I think one good way to, to help yourself is definitely trying to plan it accordingly. So... Um, a lot of us in CrossFit, we try to meal prep, we try to have our food ready to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. So what I do at nighttime, and I've done this probably for the past six to seven years, every night I lay out my clothes, I have my bag packed for the gym or my work day, I have a banana next to the coffee maker, which also has either a protein bar or a protein shake next yeah. to it, next to my wallet, next to my keys, next to... Um, all, all the things yeah. that my sunglasses, my AirPods, they all, I 
have a little coffee maker and yeah. a little cup, and they all sit there, and that's what I take every morning. Yeah. So for me, adding something to that would probably be like, I don't know, an English muffin or something else to give right. me some carbs or something in the morning to mm -hmm. kind of jumpstart a little bit more. But yeah, over snacking, oh, I can over snack. My problem is that if I over snack, that means I've been at home too long. Yeah, you said I mean, it's like I didn't get out of the house, I didn't run errands, I didn't come to work, I didn't do this, I didn't work out, and I'm just like, oh, chips, mine. Do you think it's because you're hungry or you're just like bored? Bored. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's bored 100%. So if you start to feel, in my mind, you need to eat or snack, and it's not a... Wholesome, yeah. Yeah, it's not wholesome or it's not something that's actually filling you up, go do something. Go for a walk. Get on, do some work. Yeah. Fold some do towels. Do something. Drink a lot of water. Right. Um, find something, figure out what triggers that over snacking. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's being at home too long. Um, that'll definitely trigger my, my over snacking. How about you? Um, over snacking. Yeah. Same thing. It's, it's mostly out of boredom. Um, you know, hanging out at the gym, for example, I'll be sitting on the computer and then I kind of mindlessly Did you say hanging out at your workplace makes you bored. No, I mean like I'd be punching away on the computer and uh, no, I'm doing work. I'm doing work and it's like I'm sucked into a project and I'm like, oh man, I'm so hungry. But am I really hungry? Maybe I could just drink a glass of water or something. But then it's so tempting to have those RX bars right there just munching away on them. Mm, our inventory was a little... It's a little low. You might want to check them out actually. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, that's good. One that's good. of my biggest ones that we have on here and I am a culprit and I am working very hard to mm -hmm. stop is social media. Uh, yeah. I am trying to stop looking at it so much. I think that's most people for sure. That's one of the biggest <clears throat> biggest problems in the, in the world right now, I guess, or in our world, I guess, social media. Yeah, it's definitely a problem. Um, and we, get, we got some technical difficulties with that microphone all the time. Um, yeah, it is a huge problem because in this industry, we always kind of look for comparison and we look to people outside of us for comparison. Um, and that, it makes it really tough. Got We got it. All right. It makes it really tough to kind of live a good, happy life in your own little world when you're focused on everybody else's and what they're, what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, I think that social media plays its role in, in the world that we live in, right? right. I, I stress this very highly. I don't hide it. I look at all local gyms around us see what they're doing to see if they're doing something better than what we're doing to be able to provide PR star with the, the best of the best, right? Right. That's great. Social media though, as you constantly are looking at it and it consumes you in a sense of like, oh my gosh, did you see that Cameron did this and he didn't tell me he was doing this? Or oh my gosh, did you see Joel went like, who cares, right? Social media has created this whole, here's my Here's my mirage. Here's yeah. here's what it looks like, and, and then let's see what it really is behind closed doors. Um, so for me, finding a new substitute for social media is literally telling myself, put your phone down. Put it down, yeah. Right? Yeah. So um, I know when I go on vacations now or go on trips, um, I'm mentally telling myself, hey, you're not taking your phone to the pool. Yeah. You're not going to take your phone down to the beach today or you're going to only you know you can go check your phone every two hours something like that like to that. really remove myself so for me um another big one to help with these um bad habits is an accountability partner 
And that accountability partner doesn't actually have to be anyone except yourself if you're mentally talking to yourself. So me, I do that a lot. So a lot of the times I'll sit there and be like, put your phone down, yeah. walk away, right? So if you can find the accountability partner for checking social media or ignoring, uh, or I'm sorry, saying yes to everything, things like that, that can help you get through these bad habits that, uh, that we see on a, on a, on a daily basis. No, it's, it's, it's insane. Like you stand in line for more than 30 seconds, you pull your phone out. You sit at a table in awkward silence for more than 10 seconds, you pull your phone out. People don't know how to be, like we talked about last time, bored. People don't know how to be bored. They're just looking for a constant distraction yep. all the time, and it's, it's rampant. So I had a game for everybody. Next time you go out to dinner mm-hmm. with uh, family is kind of difficult. I'll let you play with your friends with family. Yeah. We all know what it's like. Yeah. But if you go out with the girls or the guys or a group of friends, I do this a lot. We all take our phones and we put them in the middle, right? Like that. And we put them down. But before you put your phone down, mm-hmm. right, you have to send out a text message to somebody that you haven't talked to in a while. Okay. Right? I like that. And the text can say whatever you want. Right. But you can't look at your phone anymore. That's it. Okay. So it kind of like, you're kind of like Creates letting this. it eat you inside. Yeah. Like, oh, oh yeah. my God, I haven't talked to uh, they gonna my say? boy from college in like four years. What's he saying right now? So oh, it'll drive you nuts. It'll huh? drive you nuts. Or you can just do it to where you put your phone down and first person to touch their phone and actually look at it has to take a shot. Oof. Yeah. It's out of control pretty quick, I bet, huh? Uh, I mean, it's only one shot. The game's over. <laughs> the game's over. Everybody's like, and everybody's like, I'm going to take my phone too. Camera looked at his phone. I'm I can look it. at mine. <laughs> yeah. He took the shot. I'm good to go. <laughs> um, it's it's like an that. interesting little game. It's It's a good way to... It's a good way to have you have a conversation with everybody at the table without having a distraction or a bad habit kicking. So um, I would definitely, if you guys want, that's a, that's a fun little game that I, I like, like to that, play. Yeah. So um, one of the big ones that I see on our board is ignoring financial help, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, I think we live in a very um, expensive area. I think people need to live within their means. Um, one of the biggest things in our list of ways to help is first off figure out your triggers right what are you spending your money on is it an impulse buy you know you and i've talked before like do i really need starbucks yeah exactly you know it's four or five bucks every day every single time think about if you do the math if you had a starbucks every day for five bucks i'm doing the math right now go ahead we're talking 365 days a year i'll be nice i'll say 300 days 300 days out of the year five bucks look at that 1500 bucks on on coffee coffee I mean, that's crazy. Think about that. That's a month of rent. That's, a, that's a, I mean, that's a mortgage payment. Yeah. That's a month of rent. That's, that's a, huge. That's a down payment for a car, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. There's a lot of things that you can do with that money for something that it means we don't necessarily need. I mean, then yeah. now I'll kick it over to another one. Bad habit. Always buying Starbucks. Yeah. Exactly. Right? So I think with ignoring financial health, you have to figure out your triggers. And then I think you need to put the appropriate, what I say, baby steps in in place. Yeah. Right? So, for instance, don't sit there and say, I'm never having Starbucks again. No, just cut it down to one a week. Right. Yeah. Right? Or if it's something that, you know, you know you do a lot and it's just, I'll use the smoke. Well, no, not smoking. I used to be a smoker. I stopped smoking a long time ago. I'll use a different um, example. When I wanted to lose weight, 
about 10, 11 years ago, I used to go to this uh, deli across from my job, and I'd always buy a sandwich, a bag of chips, and like a cookie. And I'm like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. So when I started realizing that it was time to, to lose weight and get back into shape, I would only go get the sandwich. Mm. I cut out the um, bag of chips and the cookie. But I still got my sandwich. The right. Sandwich had turkey on it, ham, uh, tomato, lettuce, the whole nine. So relatively right. healthy, yeah. Right, but there was that bag of chips. Right, and then eventually I was like, I just I can't eat the sandwich all the time. I need to start eating something a little bit better. Um, but I didn't cut out the whole thing. I cut out just the chips, kept the sandwich for a couple months, and then I started eating like ugh. Salad, salad, yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. But um, <laughs> baby steps it doesn't have to be a drastic measure right away because you're not yeah. going to be able to sustain that. Yeah, I think people try to do these wide sweeping changes and totally change everything 100 percent, total 180 from the life that they're used to, and they get overwhelmed and it's too much, and they're like, you know what, screw it, I'm going back to my old ways, and they go face first into a bag of Oreos. Ooh. Oh, so good, so good. You know, it's another thing that we can talk about on bad habits is. Um, is, is diet, right? I mean, yeah. people jump into diet and then it's, now it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. Completely agree. Yep. I think it's great that people count macros and do all that stuff. But if you are so stickler on your macros because you think that you can't have a piece of pizza or go enjoy something once in a while, I would almost equate that as a bad habit. It, it is, honestly. Because you're sitting there like, I can't eat that. Everybody else gets to eat that. I can't eat that. Yep. You can eat it. You can eat it. It's okay to indulge once in a while. Oh, yeah. So don't let um, your mindset of like, if I have a piece of pizza, my my biceps and six-pack abs are going to go away. Yeah. And I'm, all the work I've done over a year for that one piece of pizza won't. It'll go to shit. That's a bad mental habit. That sounds horrible. It's unhealthy. It really is. It looks healthy on the surface. Like, oh, this guy's eating healthy. But his, his social habits are disrupted. He's not able to go out with his friends or enjoy that piece of pizza or just enjoy a drink and let loose. Like, it's just, it's not a healthy way to live, I don't think. Some people love it, though. I guess Some people so. get down with I it. I don't know. So, so. Um, but yeah, so today was a lot about bad habits and things mm-hmm. that that we've seen, um, things that we see people tell us in the gym of what is giving them some stressors on why they would come into the gym and try to um, get rid of those. Yeah, So, you know, definitely keep in mind, I think for any bad habit that you have, I would think of something that you can substitute it with, right? Right. Um, Another instance, I'll give a good friend of mine, used to be a smoker, and he realized one of the biggest things that he enjoyed was literally doing from fingers to mouth, right? So just, that just doing the motion. Oh, wow. Okay. So we removed the cigarette, and he started eating a lot of sunflower seeds. Oh, okay. So it was just the motion for him yeah. and the constant habit of just up and down. So now he's addicted to sunflower seeds. <laughs> uh, I'd rather do that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so try to find a substitute. Then figure out the trigger that is, is triggering the bad habit. So if it's going to bed late, you know you're up playing video games, David M. Yep. Go to bed. Set a, set a reminder on your phone. David Cut M., you're, you're a 45-year-old man. <laughs> oh, man. Throw him under the bus, bro. You know? Um, I love it. If you can find an accountability partner, great. If not, talk to yourself. Mm-hmm. Not a weird way. Yeah. Just talk to yourself. And then baby steps. Don't do it all at once. Try to do things that, you know, little feats, right? It's Let's no different see. than getting the... 
the pull-up, right? We talk about this pull-up every week. We still haven't got that pull-up yet. Gosh, think (laughs) about the pull-up, right? You know, baby steps. It's not going to all happen at once. You're not going to come into a CrossFit gym, be uh, overweight, and lose it all in the day. Right. Right? It's it's a journey, so enjoy the journey. Um, Yeah. Hit those little milestones along the way. Absolutely. All right. So what's the takeaway we have for today? Yeah, takeaway, um, I want, we want you to definitely choose one of your bad habits and be honest with yourself, address it, you know, face it head on, look at it right and then now. write it down and let it stare you back in the face. I think that it's a, it's a hard hitting way to kind of, um, work through this and then start to take action. What's the first step? Do you ignore your financial health? Well, sit down with somebody who might be able to be your accountability buddy and work through it. Um, are you going to bed too late? How can you change these things that are affecting your life? Yeah. Making you. No, I agree. I think those are, I think that's great. So, yeah, write it down, look at it, see if anybody's actually willing to confirm or deny if they think it's a bad habit for you, and go from there. Absolutely. I I love it. Yeah. Do you have a question of the day? I get excited for these now. Uh, (laughs) Come on. Um, You know. Oh, don't let me down. Let me see. I was talking to David the other night. David M? No. Oh. Um, I was talking to uh, to David, my son, the other night, and uh, we were watching... Oh, we were watching Forrest Gump. Oh, nice. Okay. And uh, it was the part where he's like, I got eight Jennies. And David's like, what? Eight Jennies? Like, Dad, what? Oh. Dad, what does that even mean? I was like, oh, he named his boat. And oh, he was like, David's like, why, do you, why would you name a boat? And I said, well, it's... it's it's actually bad luck to not have a boat with a name, and everybody believes that you should name a boat, the whole nine yards. So my question is, oh, man. what would you name your boat? That is really hard. Um, that's actually really hard. I'm, can I get a minute to think about it? Do you have a name for yours already? You know, I, I think at the time I did, it's, it's, uh, I would probably name my boat um, Raquel. Raquel, what's the meaning? Yeah, now? that's that's a nickname I give for Rachel once in a while, so probably Raquel. I know it's a little silly because Jenny for for Forrest Gump. Um, if it wasn't Raquel, it'd be something like it'd be aggressive. Like, it's gotta be clever, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I was like thinking the, the slider, something the slider. Like, like something really good. I was thinking of naming it Motion. Motion. That way, if it's in the ocean. Don't come a knocking if the boat's in motion. If the it's all about the motion in the ocean. There you go. Yeah, see. <laughs> so you know, I it's a, it's an interesting question. Everybody's like, what the hell? Like, That's think about one. it. If you had a boat, like that. what would you name your boat? All right. Right. You know, Travis Krempa would have some weird ass name or something dumb about yeah. food. Um, Melena and Amanda would probably call theirs Dunkin' Donuts. Oh yeah, I like that one too. Right? That's good. Um, who else? You know, like Kevin Peterson would have like something very, very. He'd have like binary codes. Yeah, zero one one zero one one one. No one would know what it meant. Exactly. You know, um, oh, I love it. Tony would have like Ranger panties. So, <laughs> oh, so um, good. It's good though, right? But like, uh, think about what you would name your boat. I want people to post this in the comments on the community page. What would you name your boat? You can make the question of the week. What would you name your boat? I like that. Let's do it. So let's do it. New question tomorrow on the community board. All right, what's your coaching tip of the week? Coaching tip of the week is record your lifts. Yes. Record please. your lifts. I like that one. That's good. Mine's going to be, yeah, because I, I, I've told so many people, like, this is a new cycle we're going into. 
record those numbers because it kind of makes a coach upset. It's very annoying. Yeah. When they're like, I'll hey, what'd you do last week? But I'm complaining, so let me find out. <laughs> oh, po- turn a positive here. Turn a positive. I Good job, everybody that put their numbers in. Lift the weight. Now record the weight. I like that. Lift um, the weight, record the weight. Mine is uh, fast transitions, always. Always. That's it. That's all I got. Be careful with fast transitions. <laughs> all right. Everybody have a good day. All right. We'll see you next time on Not the Time. Peace. Peace.